I was in a small confined space <laughs> with the couple you're obsessed with. Like, Ooh, uh, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Lainey. Hi, this is Sasha. And we are What's Your Drama, our podcast about your drama, and we try not to judge it, but… Oh, but we inevitably do. <laughs> if you require judging, we are here for you. Um, thanks for joining us. Mm-hmm. This week, we are getting into relationships, both at work and personal. We've got three really Really interesting yeah. dilemmas to work through. But first, I just got off a plane. Mm. Um, I was at a junket and I would like to share with you my encounter. Yeah, with, with a, a couple that I like. With like, I mean, fantasy beauty. Oh, okay. I know. I think I know. <laughs> Tell me. I want to know every detail. So I went to New York for the last Christmas junket directed by Paul Feig, mm. starring Amelia Clark and… Henry Golding. Yes. Oh, okay. It's a rom-com. Yep. You've seen it, right? I actually just saw a, a preview of it before I came over to your house. So the movie… Is it shit? Sorry, are you allowed to say if it's shit or not? I am, but I can't say it's shit because every five minutes a George Michael song plays. Oh. And that's… You know, even if there are problems with the movie, which again, I don't recall because… The soundtrack was that It's good. essentially a movie set to George Michael music. Oh. And you know… There's several songs from Listen Without Prejudice. Yes. Which, come on, right? He, I, you know, feel so many lovely feelings about George Michael and has, you know, nostalgia to the tits. Got it. Okay. When, I don't know, Waiting for That Day or Freedom starts playing, you're not going to care how… Bad the the acting is. No. And it wasn't bad. Plus, everybody looks great. This film takes place… In London, at the most, like the prettiest time of year, which all of you, if you ever get the chance to go to London in December, go, because it's it's magic. It is magical. So I love this movie. I think people are going to love this movie. It Anyway, my point is, I go to the junket, and we're staying at this adorable hotel. And Sorry, is the junket in London or in… No, it's in New York. Oh, okay, okay. So I'm in New York at this adorable hotel, and… This is what I love, and I know you love it too, when you don't have to leave your hotel on a junket, not oh, even for the screening. Yes. Because the screen You literally is- just roll into the elevator and then go to where you need to go. Yeah. So the screening room, the theater is downstairs. It's in the basement. I'm on the 10th floor. I spend all day in my room. Oh. It's pouring rain in New York. That's why you're so happy right now. <laughs> this is why. Because you haven't had to move more than like no. 5,000 steps all day. I did walk two blocks to go shopping, and I bought a couple of things. We can discuss that later. But then I spent all day in the hotel room and then I got a little hungry, Mm. but I didn't want to eat too much because typically there are snacks and hors d'oeuvres before the screening. 
So I ordered a little bite to eat and an old fashioned just to kind of like get me in the mood, right? (laughs) I'm sipping slowly in my room. And before you know it, I'm like, oh shit, I have to go downstairs to, to the movie. Yeah. So I had just taken a shower. My hair's wet. I throw on my sweats. You've seen me like this a million times. Yeah. No makeup, fresh face, hair straggly wet. <laughs> and my hair has this… Holding a Negroni. <laughs> what the fuck? Holding an old-fashioned. Yeah. Oh, right. Old-fashioned, yeah. So my hair is half dry and half wet, mm. which is… <laughs> Perfect for his. Mwah. Love that look. <laughs> right? It's that yeah. like gross… Wet dog look. And I just grab my pouch and I grab my drink and I'm like, I'll just stay with me downstairs. Same hotel. They can, you know, find the bar to return Mm. the glass at. Why am I going to waste this drink? Wow, I've never done that before. I like this. Yeah, but it's an old fashioned. When the ice melts, the drink doesn't taste as good. So I'm holding my tumbler. Yeah. I go to the elevator, hit the button, wait a few, I don't know, 20 seconds. Bing, bing. The door's open. Henry Golding's… (laughs) Incredible, angelic face. Wow. Just you and him? Staring back at me. Okay. In that moment, it just felt like me and him, but there were other people in there. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. And he's leaning, and he's dressed for a night out in New York. He has like an… Is that what they're called? Ascots? That's what I would imagine No, he's just wearing like a leisure jacket. No, I wouldn't say. He's wearing like a rain, but not rain jacket. It's black. He's got a little five o'clock shadow happening. I mean, he is amazing. Yeah. So tall, tall in real tall, life. Tall, okay. tall, and I mean, a face that is, it was, it's divine. Yeah. And as we do as half Asians. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh, go on. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. So, and you know us. We work in a building where celebrities come and go all the time. Mm, it doesn't yeah. phase us anymore. No. So I was not phased by the fact that this is a movie star. I was phased by the art that was in human form wow. staring back it's at me. Wow. It's that good, hey? And I did the slow blink, like, um, <laughs> like, uh, The fact is that, yeah, I'm, to my right, Yasik's looking, <laughs> and you actually look interested in this. Yeah, he is. Okay, good. (laughs) I do the slow blink that is… And then I walk with my tumbler in my hand. I love this. With my fucking crazy hair and my sweats into the elevator where I see Liv Lowe. Oh, even better. stunning, also mixed race Asian wife who… You're obsessed with her. She's beautiful. You love her. Is she tall? Yes. But no, Lenny, is she tall in normal world, not they your are world? freaking giant people. No, no. She's again. taller than Duanna. Oh. I know. I want Duanna to hear that because Duanna will be very mad. She doesn't think anyone's taller than her. So Livlo is tucked behind Henry. Henry. They're that cute couple where they're just holding each other all the time, but not in a gross way. Yep. They're yep. perfect. Wow. So I'm now in the elevator with Dude, does anyone eye your drink? Like, who is this lush coming into the elevator? I'm not making eye contact. Oh, okay. At this point, I'm like, fuck me. Yeah. Like, who am I holding my phone? So, waltzing around a hotel. I love Holding that, a drink. That's I might so as well good. have been wearing a robe. A robe, slippers. exactly. Totally. I, <laughs> I was this gross fucking trash. It actually sounds pretty awesome. Anyway, so… They're covering, like they're standing in front of the elevator panel where you have to hit the button. Mm, Oh, an excuse to talk to them. Yes. No, but now, 
remember, I've not been to the basement. I don't know what exact floor. They just said to me, you know, the cinema is downstairs. So I thought I'd be alone and I could look at the buttons. Right. I couldn't. So I had to be like not making eye contact. And I said to them, sorry, I just have to push the floor. <laughs> yeah. And, and so they shuffle backwards. Mm. And so you, okay, I, have I, so many questions. I don't want to get near them. So I bend from the waist where. <laughs> oh, God. And you reach your arm I'm so and you're. so fucking awkward at this point. I'm so fucking but awkward. Wait, isn't it more awkward that you know that you're going to be face to face with him very soon in an interview? No, I'm just, I want to get out of there. Okay. I'm like, why? Oh, so God. you're doing all the things awkward. I'm, yeah, I'm bending from the waist, leaning. <laughs> I know this. And yes. this is like one of those fancy, classy hotels yes. where it's not push buttons that light up. The buttons are like bronze and they have the, the floor number engraved in yes. it but not painted. Yes. So if the light is um, low, you can't fucking see what button to press. And which is… And I'm not sure what, if it's marked as a… S for screening room, totally. B for basement, C, C for, for cinema, concourse, yeah, whatever. whatever. Yeah. And it's taking me now, I'm at waist length to them. His <laughs> groin is on my other side. Yeah. I am I am like holding my drink and I'm like, oh, what I is the floor? This. What is the floor? And the row of buttons that I'm looking for is, they didn't mark it in any logical way. <laughs> right. You know how there's a row of ele elevator buttons yes. and then sometimes there's like a keyhole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the keyhole doesn't get in the way of the other, other buttons. buttons. This fucking keyhole is like <laughs> in the way of me finding the buttons. It was completely nonsensical. I could not find the button. I love this because you never get flustered. No. And then I hear them oh. go, um, um. <laughs> so now they're like, do we help this crazy bitch yes, who's, who's holding, maybe who's drunk. she's drunk <laughs> yeah. and she can't find me. And does this floor even exist? And doesn't have a hairdryer. She she's doesn't clearly have just hair come out from somewhere very, very damp. <laughs> right? Yeah. She thinks she's going down to the basement. Is there a basement? Like, Oh, this is great. I love when you're Finally, I fucking press the button. The relief. Because they're just about Success. to get to the lobby. Right. Then I like straighten back up again. Don't make eye contact. They leave. So for 10 floors, you've been uh, <laughs> like bent over. Benched over. Yes. Yeah. Holding on to my drink. Oh, I love that. Oh, great. Um, <laughs> it was the most mortifying I thing. I love that. And I'm And they're so sophisticated you, too. So it's like, you must have just looked like a fucking wet, fucking wet New York rat. And their beautiful faces. <laughs> and just in case you had any doubt, I'm going to play you the video of what I looked like. Oh, you took a video. When I, the I, fuck did you have time when making I a video? When I got down to the screening room, I quickly basically chugged my old fashioned, <laughs> asked for another one, and decided to document what I look like. Stand by. Okay, so okay, what so is this? Watch this video. This is, if you think I'm exaggerating. Well, first of all, what's that terrifying movie where you dressed up at that for Halloween? The, the Ring. The Ring. This is, this instantaneously <laughs> looks very scary. Okay. Oh, Roots. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you look not chic. Haunted. You look haunted. I was you a look drunk like ghost. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I love this. They rode in el the elevator with a drunk ghost. Yeah, I love that. I look ghostly. Don't you, do. you think? You do. You do. Then how the fuck did you 
this is where we're going to go to. Yeah. We're all wondering. Question, how do you So yourself? how do you go from ghost drunk woman <laughs> who just was stuck in an elevator being highly awkward mm-hmm. to then sitting across from him? Like, did he recognize you? Just take me there. He did not. Are you sure? Was he I being polite? <laughs> we had a great interview. Okay. He and Amelia Clark were paired. We had a great interview. It was so fun. Not one part of you wanted to be like, do you remember just a really weird ghostly person in the elevator? Why would you want? Like, I would. I would I, go a full on if I did that. You fucking lie. No, I would. I would. You lie. I would. You would, you would have been like, hey, remember me? I was the drunk ghost in the elevator with you last night. Oh, my God. I'm joking. <laughs> oh, my God. Is right. that what you would say? No, I guess not. But okay. I, I wanted you to. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it was the night before. It was the night before. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But yeah. you, what's so great is you know that they talked about you. <laughs> That's the best part of it all. I wonder if they were like, remember that drunk ghost who well, walked in the, into the yes. elevator holding a drink? Yes. Like, <laughs> oh, I love but that. anyway, yeah. So. Oh, that brings me a lot of joy. That was, um. That I, was your. Yeah, my trashiest. One of, one of the trashiest moments I've had all month. Oh, all oh, month. <laughs> That's the best. <laughs> oh my god, I I don't know who's gonna top that, but I hope I hope that our writers will top your embarrassment because right. that was that was really good. Thank you for are that. We, are we ready to get into other people's drama and we, not mine? Yes, we are. All right, first question. Hi, Sasha and Lainey. I've been dying to ask you this question, so here it goes. I started dating my now boyfriend about six months ago. Everything was going great until one day. We were talking about our future, and he told me flat out he doesn't want to get married. He said that after watching his parents divorce, he swore marriage off for good, but he says he doesn't want it to end. We're only 32, and while I know things are still very early, should I even bother with someone who doesn't want the same future as me? I want to be married and that commitment. So what do I do? Stick it out or end things now before I really catch feelings? V. Oh, okay, V. I don't know. I mean, for me, I… um feel like it is early. Sorry, what? She said six months? Mm -hmm. Six months is pretty early and lots of things can change with time. Right. And I also think you need to know who you're with. Like, I will give you a perfect example because Corey is just always my good example. (laughs) He, I remember we were dating for probably a year or two and he was very much like, and I was like, okay, let's, are we taking this up a notch? Like, is marriage happening? Like, propose, propose, propose. And he was like, I have no interest in being married. Like, it's just, I don't want to be married. And that caused a lot of conflict. But I knew deep in my heart that Corey doesn't know anything and doesn't know what's good for him, right? Like, he just said no because that wasn't what he was feeling. I would not do that with every guy. Right. But I knew who I was working with. I knew I was working with a stunted human being and that I could, <laughs> I could force, his, like, the same thing. He didn't want a house. I made him buy a house we're happy. Like all the things, like he didn't want to get married. He loves being married. He didn't want a wedding. (laughs) The wedding was the best day of his life. Like I know him so well that I know what's good for him. (laughs) I sound like a fucking (laughs) psycho, but it's true. Like I know who he is. So I feel like you also have to give enough time in this relationship to know who he is. Like really, will he bend on these things? Is this just a matter of a fearful thing that he could get over? Or is this actually how he feels? Do you know what I mean? Right. I'm scared, though, that this story gives people hope. hope and I don't right? want them to. So yeah. I, that is uh, – the condition here is I work – I have a, a very particular person. Corey is not 
like most human beings. No, he's not. Right? He's an anomaly. Yeah. So I just want to make that clear. That Does should he, be... Is he conscious that that's what you're doing? I tell him that after the fact. <laughs> he doesn't know when it's happening. Right. But af- we've talked about it afterwards. Yeah. Like, remember the time you didn't want to marry me? Like, yeah. what a great decision. Right? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't know. But again, he, that is the caveat here. Corey is not like everybody else. No. But I think six months is kind of too early to tell right. who you're with. Because fuck, she might not want to fucking be with him either. And sometimes when people tell you, no, I don't want to get married, then you, you're like brain switches and you're like, I need to marry, I need to convince yeah. this person. Right? So, like, everybody just needs to chill. Yeah. They're still young. It's only been six months. I don't know if I would pull the plug on it just yet is where I'm at. Yeah. I don't want to give people hope oh, because… I'm so ba- Is that bad that I no, gave No, no. As you said, Corey is an exception mm-hmm. because there is… The counter to that exception is that saying, like, when people tell you who they are or show you who they are, believe, believe them. Mm-hmm. Like… His thing is he was very clear. He sounds like he's very clear. He watched his parents get divorced and he doesn't think that he wants to go through the same thing, but he doesn't want to break up. That's what's confusing here, right? So you can't force someone. No. Unless they're Corey. Yeah. You can't force someone to do and be a part of something that they're not they're not into. Yeah. And he also can't expect her to change yeah. what she's wanted her whole life. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, but six months, like, I don't know. I don't understand about this catching feelings thing because I would, don't you already have feelings by six months? If yeah, you're but talking she, about marriage, I'm expecting that feelings are involved. Right. But at the end of the day, it's only been six months, right? I feel like she's like, if I keep on investing time in him more emotions are going to… Like, at six months, at least you could break up and, you know, the idea would be you could probably move on and not be totally devastated. I know people who've been with someone for, like, a month and it's taken them, like, five or six years to get over them. That seems a bit extra. Okay. um, Yeah. So, um, do you end it now? You're saying no. I wish I had retracted what I said. No, you can't. You can't. I know I can't. Um, I would still say, see how it goes. Because if he's there, he's not saying, I don't want to marry you. I just want to fucking like, you know, just use you as a fucking chew toy. He's saying, I want to be with you. I want, I want the commitment. I just don't want the rings and the piece of paper. Right. So there could be compromise down the line for her too. Like, it's six months. Give it another six months and see how that develops. See if the feelings are actually real because, you know, if you're asking him to, like, meet you in the middle, maybe there's a way that you can, you know, push push it a little bit further so that you guys could come to some sort of agreement where both people are happy. I don't know exactly how that would look. Right. But just because she says, oh, I want to get married and that's end all be all, that's not necessarily fair either to him if they do have something special. Yeah. I think we need another gauge here. Like, he doesn't want to be married as in husband and husband or husband and wife. Yeah. But does he want to have children? Oh, we haven't gotten there. She did not say that. Because I would say, I mean, there are different levels of commitment, right? Yeah. And, you know, I, I, like, I just want to, yeah, where, how deep did this conversation go? Were there yeah. qualifiers? Right. We're missing that link. Yeah. But I do think that there are… I mean, I feel like I hear this all the time. Oh my God, there was like a fucking Friends episode. Remember when Paul Rudd and 
Well, fuck, you could take you could take this example and go with it too. Remember when Paul Rudd was Phoebe's boyfriend? Yeah. And they moved in together and then he said he didn't want to get married and then she was like, well, but I do. And then she broke it off with him. But they were both devastated because they both really wanted to be with each other. Right. Do you not remember that? Yeah, I do. So, I mean, there's that too, right? If you If our writer really does feel so strongly about being married and having that be the end-all be-all for commitment. Be Phoebe. Be Phoebe and then break it off. Oh, great. Right? Great friends reference. Well, there I you mean, go. I don't, know. I don't know that I can come up with anything better than that. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've given two extremes. So find the middle ground, I guess. <laughs> be Phoebe. Um, okay. Ready for the next one? One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Okay. Hi, Sasha and Laney. I'm currently working on a big project at work that gave me completely legally and to the knowledge of all my bosses access to the salaries of all my colleagues, Yo. both local and foreign. That's Woo. that's good I'm, shit to I'm, see. My nipples are hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that being said, I found out that I'm not being ripped off. Great. But there are employees earning better salaries that were hired after me while working jobs that do not require my level of studies and or with less responsibilities. There's one particular employee hired three months ago who makes 10K more than I do. She's out of university, has one employment experience, and doesn't work more than four, more than the 40 hours I do. Also, two guys with desk jobs and no diploma at all make slightly more than I do with better benefits and lesser taxes in a foreign office. I'm not trying to be elitist, but I got a master's and a professional accreditation. So my drama is, how do I get a freaking raise <laughs> without looking like an ethically corrupt whiner? I mean, I can't unsee what I saw, but at the same time, I was given access in a specific context that did not include using this confidential information for my own designs. <laughs> I think I'm quite good at what I do. I'm resourceful, and I always have a positive attitude. But the thing is, I have never really pushed for more responsibilities before. I knew I wanted one last kid, and I got back from maternity leave six months ago, and my pay, in and my pay increases requests in the last four years we're always for more vacations, sick days, or flexibility, since part of why I went from a private firm to this job was to better conciliate work and my kids. So I know that I should just, quote, sell myself, my accomplishments, the fact that my boss, especially the CEO, rely more and more on me, and I'm a no problem and appreciated employee, but at the end of the day, if they offer me less than the $10,000 I feel I deserve, I'm afraid I'll end up bitter. Then should I say that I know the lower offer is bullshit since I know for a fact VX, VWX, Y, and Z make that much? I don't want to work somewhere else. I love my job, but this is like an itch in my brain that won't go away. Um, help, not a cheat with a freaking trump card <laughs> up her sleeve. Okay. I love. First of all, I love how she wrote all this. This was very entertaining and I'm interesting. obsessed with this. I know. Okay. So what do you think? <sighs> Well, I kind of defer to you because you are really good at this sort of striking a deal, bringing your best to the table and advocating for yourself. Um, because listen, I think while I think of myself as exactly what our um, writer said, like you're valuable, you deserve more, sometimes it's really hard to get the balls to say that. Like I almost wish that she could just like pass them this letter across the table and yeah. be like… There you go. Because she's actually laid it out yeah. 
clearly yeah. and fairly. And I think that she's like really thrown off by the fact that she saw all these facts and figures. But it's not like she, as she said, it's not like she was like given this task yeah. to see all this material. So it's not like um, she was sneaking around trying to fucking like no. throw this in someone else's face. Um, but yes, I mean, obviously my gut is you absolutely have to talk to your boss and ask for fucking more money. How to do it? That's where I defer to you. So I, I mean, I don't think it's easy for anyone and I appreciate you saying that I advocate for myself, but I have a hard time. I actually find it easier to advocate for other people mm. than I do myself. Yes, it me is too. terrifying. I know. Going in and being like, I think Deserve. this is… Right. Yeah. It's that's such a loaded word. I deserve, right? I don't and, and why I don't do we think, think that? Women yes. in particular have a hard time. I think it's just like whatever, as usual, the patriarchy. Um, not a conversation about that, I know, yes. but I think what we have to make clear as a baseline though is it is not that other people are being overpaid. Like they're getting what they think they deserve. And I don't think we hold it against any of no, those no, people, no, no, right? No, 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 no. So using this information as a benchmark is great. And what you've learned is that you are underpaid. Yeah. So it's not that they're overpaid. It's that you're underpaid. Yeah. And you've stated reasons why you haven't pushed for more of an annual salary. Mm-hmm. I get it. Because like, you took it in other ways. You took it in other ways. Vacation, yeah. flexibility, all of that has value now those things don't have as much value to you anymore, or at least what you're looking for is a number. Yeah. Um, probably strategically, should you wait a little while yes. after this project? Yeah. yeah. Maybe take a breather. <laughs> yeah. Seems a little bit fresh to be like, and now I want more money. Yeah. yeah. But whenever the annual review or whatever substitutes as an annual review in your company, your next meeting with the CEO in three to six months from now, I would, you just go in and the tip that I got from somebody else that hopefully will help you is speak about yourself or think of yourself as your friend. Mm. So see if you can have like an out of body experience and go in there advocating for someone who isn't you, but someone you love a lot. Yeah. Who has all, because yeah. the thing is I That's could, really interesting. if you sent me in, if I was your agent, you You'd be sash. a great agent. Oh, fuck. Yes. I would be, I'd kill it for yes. you. Yes, yes. And also, I think that operating from a place of fear here is counterintuitive. Mm. Like, what you're afraid of is the no. Yeah. Right? That is the scariest thing. Nope, sorry, we don't have the money or we don't think you're worth it. Right. And all of this is about, like, I think what we've been doing socially and culturally in the last tumultuous few years has been trying to reframe what is actually the truth. Mm. Is it scary to be told by people you've busted your ass for that you're not valuable? Worth it, yeah. That you're not worth it? Mm. Or is it liberating? Liberating how? Or insulting. First insulting (laughs) and then liberating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, you know, she's saying she loves where she works. Mm -hmm. And she's saying that um, she's saying she loves where she works and she feels uh, valued and that she feels that she contributes. Yeah. Well, then all of that, if this were math, adds up to equals yes, have it, you deserve it. If all of that adds up to 
no, we don't see it the same way, then it's insulting that, that and that's an, that insult you can turn into liberation. Like, oh, then what the fuck have I been doing? Yeah, yeah. That or I'm going to take some more vacation and really check the fuck out of this job. Yeah. Or find something else. Either way, yeah, you're right. Like it does, it, it gives you clarity in either option, right? Yes. Yeah. Like you either know where you stand or you know where you stand. Yeah. 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 And I hear what she's saying. Like she's couching. The thing is um, to our writer, you're couching things with, um, I know I should just sell myself, but… But at the end of the day, if they offer me less, I'm afraid I'll end up bitter. Well, why would you be afraid of… Why would you be afraid of being bitter? Yeah. That's a fair feeling to have if someone says, no, you're not worth it. But I I don't know that bitter is the right… Like… You'd be hurt. Yeah, but bitter is a different… Ooh, I'd be bitter. You wouldn't be bitter. I would be bitter. I'd be mad. I'd be insulted. Yeah. But like to me… Bitterness has like a sense of futility implied. Okay. Right? That you can't do anything about it. Yeah. Um, and I don't think that you go into that with that fear. Like I, to me, that's already setting yourself up. Yeah, 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 yeah. See, this is why I defer to you. This is yeah. so, yeah. You got to pull some, you got to like all the things that you know about yourself. Why would you add that up to a story that makes you afraid? Yeah. You're like Jerry Maguire right now. No, but it's so much like you, as we all said, you can, you can advocate and be an agent for the people you care about. It's true. It's harder to do it for yourself. So I get it. I know you're out there. I get it. But maybe try and, and do that thought experiment where you can, you can pretend you are someone else. Yeah. And when you think of it that way, go out there, go out there and fucking, I don't know, entourage the shit. Yeah. Also, don't be a dick about it though. Don't be a dick about it. But also, and and, and in fairness too, like you're not asking for a whole bunch of money. It seems like you've been there for a while and $10,000 isn't that much. You know, I think if she was asking for like 50 and like a whole bunch of other things, 10's not that much. Well, this is where, (laughs) this is where once, listen, small steps, right? You have some time because we've established you're not going to do this next week since you just got this. Yeah. <laughs> That's true, yeah. You just got a peek at this yeah. spreadsheet. So um, you have some time to kind of like let this brew. Yeah. Um, once you get into your head or out of your own head what's going on and you move beyond the fear and, you know, the worry of what might happen, then I think you should talk to – people in your industry or maybe a business coach or whatever in your field, however that applies, who those people are, and take a look at the number you should be asking for. Yeah. Some seems a little bit low. I have a friend who um, actually consulted like a couple of lawyers and um, specifically women lawyers who were able to like look over contracts and really, really, really gave – um, some really good advice to my friend and also propped her up in a way where she felt like she had yeah. the self-esteem to be like, oh, fuck, right. Yeah. Ah, I get it. What the fuck have I been doing this whole time, like, not believing that I deserve this? Like, so yeah, you're right. Like, talking to somebody who can pump you up, that's not just your friend, but like somebody who like deals with this world or industry that you're yep. in, like a big player who deals with contracts, who deals with like bartering deals. Exactly. I think that'll really help you. Small steps though. The first step is to really take a breath, you know, and process what we've said about 
changing your perspective and tweaking that. Like, listen, no coach out there is going to get you to that place unless you believe it. Yeah. And I think what you need to do is actually start believing what you wrote to us. Yeah. I'm not sure you're convinced. So yeah. you have to work on that. And then also have some space from yeah. – <laughs> From all the, the obvious totally, of you yeah. getting all this intel. Yeah. And then work on setting an actual tangible value to what you're at, like to what you want and what you think you're worth. Yeah. 2020 is your year. Good luck. Let us know. Can you please send up a send us a follow-up? Yes, I really want to hear about this. Okay. Finally, hi Sasha and Lainey. I've recently become Facebook pals with an old love from my university days 20 years ago. Mutual friends of ours are going through a divorce. I reached out to my ex on Facebook asking for the general scoop because I was truly shocked to find out about their split. What? Okay. He That's, Go on. Sorry. <laughs> um, he messaged me back a very short response explaining the situation. I was like, okay, thanks for getting in touch and left it at that. Didn't give him a second thought. Then a few months later, I see another message from him on my phone. He just touched on the subject of our almost divorced friends in the most sweet and thoughtful way. The message was brief, but it got my head spinning. The way he worded the message was so ham. He was a deeply kind person, still is apparently. Then I started to go down memory lane, all the amazing times we had. And why did I break up with him? I was madly in love with him. We started to exchange messages over the next few days, very basic messages. I started to really like seeing his name pop up on my screen, really liked hearing from him. He found out I was going to be in his city for a few days and was very quick to ask to meet him for lunch near his office. He made sure to get the dates correct, and I don't know, it all started to feel a bit too real. I told him I wouldn't have time to see him. A total lie, but we're both married. Did I read too much into his lunch meeting request? What would we talk about anyway? He was the one who got away. We were never friends. We're no longer messing each other, by the way, messaging each other, by the way, but now I'm thinking about him more than I care to admit. Would love your two cents. Oh, goodness. This is... I, I don't get, like, I've never used Facebook. Okay. Yeah, I've I haven't never, used it in many So years. I've never understood, and I know that this is what happens on Facebook, where that is the platform that, where you find people that you knew from way back. That's the same with Instagram. No, I don't find that about Instagram at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, your, your high school friends, your ex-boyfriends haven't followed you and DM'd you. I know. I don't know. Oh, okay. What do you mean you don't know? I don't know who follows me. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Okay, go on. <laughs> so, so I, and I don't follow people, I've said this before, because I would lose my whole day. Okay. Like, it's too distracting right. for you. Okay. <laughs> it's too distracting. But I think that Facebook is set up, from what I understand, mm-hmm. to specifically be like, huh, so-and-so broke up and whatever. Yes. So I know, I, like, I thought it was weird that she would message someone she's, hasn't talked to in for a 20 long, years, she for 20 years, she said. years. And be like, oh my God, why did these people get Which divorced? Is, wow. Listen. <laughs> that is like. That is that the, is, the, that's the need, sirens. That's Those, super, super fucking. Yeah. Like I, you and I love the gossip. And when we hear about some shit going down, we try to CSI that. But it's not I never direct. I sure as shit wouldn't go back <laughs> twenty years to find out what someone thought, right? Are about we fixating it. on the wrong thing. No, no, this I'm... is exactly what I want to fixate on because I love how she like fucking throws that story out to our <laughs> our reader. But let's let's fucking throw you out there because you are not being so innocent that you're like. I'm just curious about like. Paul and Sherry who are divorced. Um, so why? I haven't talked to you in two decades. What do you think about it? Why did they get divorced? No way. I'm calling you fucking out. No, but okay. 
before we do that, because we don't habitually exist on Facebook, is that like… So I'm, Facebook's I'm, just really annoying. Everyone talks about like shows. Fuck you. You don't know. Like you're also awkward Back in you the don't day, do shit like this. I don't do, but I know what I was on Facebook and face, the reason why I got off is because it's like, let's like talk about high school. Let's be all about high school and let me show you my kids. And like, it's fucking horribly boring. But I just find it. Why do you give me that look? You think I Facebook I, is enthralling and cool? It's fucking shit. I don't think it's enthralling and cool. I'm, what I'm saying is I don't know that you I'm and the right I person to be talking about this. the best people to understand Facebook. Like, listen, at this point, we have she has no code. other alternative. We have to fucking be the Facebook code normal? people right now. Is no, it normal it's to not like norm- message someone after 20 years and be like, can you give me the scoop of my Paul and Sherry divorced? No, that's not normal because it doesn't matter if it's on Facebook or wherever. It's odd behavior to reach out to somebody who you haven't talked to in two decades to find out about. Paul and Sherry. <laughs> not normal. Just not. So then you keep on reading the sentences and none of this is good. None of it is good. No, what's good is that she didn't meet him for lunch. Can we give her credit there? Yes, I will give her credit there. Because obviously consciousness came to her and realized, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. You're married and I will say that this is fire. Like you are going to start a goddamn fire Hasn't in your the house. Fire already been started. Yes, but she can actually piss on it and let it not actually grow into ruining her relationship. Because this is what I've talked to you about before. How I find it so interesting that in this day of DMs or Facebook messages of past loves coming back into your life, how quickly you can be um, tempted and how quickly you can fuck up your relationships that you're in by just doing like just. Tapping into something that is your past when you're in something is dangerous territory. It just fucking is. But, Exhibit Sash, A. Her head's already there. She's thinking about it. It wasn't going to be there if she didn't fucking go two decades back. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, it's so, all of this is so like an arm's length away of temptation. And she fucking reached out, which was a really bad call on her behalf. Right. So I'm saying the box is open. Close the box. Close I don't think the box. you can close the box she closed anymore. It. No, you close it. I don't think you can close the box anymore. So what? Now she's just destined to like fall in love with you her think, past okay, boyfriend? So what she's asking for, let me, what was the I'm question? Just, I don't know. The question, How are Paul and Sherry? <laughs> the question is, um, would love your two cents. Oh, great. This well, is amazing. We just gave you yeah. 10 cents. Um, our two cents, Sasha's two cents is piss on the fire. Piss on the fire. My two cents is... You know why you're writing to us. You either wanted a blessing or an absolution. We're not giving you either. Mm-hmm. I'm just telling you that you, out of the blue, not out of the blue, but decided to mes- message someone you haven't had contact with in 20 years about getting the gossip, yeah. which, right, fine. Yeah. And then… Well, not fine, but okay, yeah. Texting back and forth, like, what's missing for you? What are you looking for? Yeah. Figure that out. Yes. Like, are you bored? Yes, of course. Are you out of love with your spouse? Not necessarily. Are you in a valley right now? Has it been a really, really dry and long valley? Yes. What do you need to do to address that, to go back on, like, the upswing? Yeah. I think it's some time for self-reflection. has nothing to do with 20. 
No. We're calling him 20. Okay. That's yeah. his name. Yep. But I think there's going to be another 20 who comes along or a colleague or a neighbor if you don't figure out what it is, what it is about. Are you nostalgic? Are you midlifing? What? Are you imagining yourself 20 years ago? Is there something about you 20 years ago that, you know, was extinguished that you want to bring back? Right? I agree. All of those things are accurate. But I mean, and that's not to say that I don't want people to feel like this, that feeling is so foreign. I think we all feel that in our relationships where there's always going to be dry spells or like that missing of who you used to be. Um, But I think as you've just said, you have to, you have to name it. Because when you name it, mm-hmm. then you can go through and be like, you know what? Right. This is why I'm doing this because yeah. I'm feeling it's here. Right. I fucking haven't fucked my husband in a little while. Yeah. And I really want some like shits and giggles right now. Yeah. So you've got to, you've got to call it out. But in doing that, like, uh, you also have to realize that what, like you have, you have to be honest because that, I don't know. I'm, I'm just very sketched out by the fact that. Um, you went all the way back into the history books to then dig up some feelings about how you were like, he was such a great, wonderful person. Why did I break up with him? Like, you don't want to be with 20. This is is mixed up in all kinds of nostalgia. Like, this is different from going to the gym and seeing a guy three times a week and having, like, being like, oh my God, he's hot. How is that different though? Because it's, you don't know the person's name. You have no history there. Sure. Like when she So the Henry he, Golding thing was just shits and giggles. You could look at him, right? Because that's why I said about Yasik, because he was, Yasik was like, oh, cool. Like Lainey is literally like. First of all, he was so chill about it because he knows what Henry Golding looks like and he knows his wife. Like there's <laughs> no fucking chance. He's not threatened. <laughs> Ghost woman's not, not like getting he's not anyone. Threatened. He's like, as if. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, I love it. Okay, yes. He's like, no problem. Right. Okay, but this so, is not the same as like having a crush, like a fun fantasy yes. that we've talked about, right? Like an like office, a, like a, you know, a fun fantasy yes, crush. Yes, yes. There, this is a real person who has with real, real memories with yeah. you. Yeah. When you're looking back, and she's like, "I remembered what a kind person he was, and his words, and yeah. how they struck me, and why did I break up with him?" That is not just a crush that's, that's yeah, yeah, fun yeah, yeah, in yeah, your yeah, mind. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, the guy you ride the bus with all like, you know, on Wednesdays and Thursdays or whatever. This is, there's, because there was old emotion and memory attached to this, much more dangerous as you said. Yes. So back the, back up, but look inward. Yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. What's and also just be you? happy that you just, you stopped it. Like you stopped it. Yeah. Credit for that. Yeah. We give you credit for that. Not for the, the paragraphs above. <laughs> that last paragraph, you saved us. You're good. Just keep on that. You don't open that Facebook again. Look in. Figure out what you want, what it is. Um, and then if you're like, yeah, I, I need a big, big change, then okay, maybe we can help you with that. Like maybe a big, big change means big. Right. But yeah. we're not there yet. Write us another no, letter. No. Yeah. Yeah. Let us know. Keep us posted. Sorry, I got mad at you. <laughs> okay, we will be back soon. But in the meantime, send your questions to Sasha at LaneyGossip.com. Subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Please leave comments and reviews. Sasha won't admit that she's thirsty, but I am very, very, very thirsty. And we want to reach more people. We really do. More drama. <laughs> we want to give all your drama to the world. Yeah. Um, so thanks so much. And we'll be back. Bye. 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 
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.